excited on that. A little too excited. Hey. Um, we are back. It is the Good Enough Podcast episode um, 20? Something. I think it's like 21, but sometimes we like Can the podcast pretend drink? that it's a different thing. No, not yet. Or yeah, it might be 21. Yeah, it's getting fucked up. It's going to Beacon Hill Pub right now. It's people, like people are going to buy it like very disgusting shots because apparently that's how you treat people when they turn 21. It's always been a weird thing, right? I never let it. Let's like celebrate your ability to drink by making you never want to drink yeah. again. It, it seems a little counterintuitive, but uh, we back. Uh, it was another long week. We're recording on a Friday for the first time. Right. Let's talk about sports. Yeah, let's talk about life as well. We waited a little... <laughs> I forgot that was our thing. Well, that's that's not good. Um, it's a Friday show. Getting a little loose. Um, we got the beers flowing. Took our pregame shot. And uh, as usual, Sean's girlfriend's not here. No. And I'm more and more convinced that she doesn't live here anymore. And she just, he just keeps his st- her stuff around. So, where is she, man? She right now is in Washington D.C. for a bachelorette party. Sounds like something you made up this morning. Yeah, I, I had to get my excuse <laughs> yeah, ready. Yeah, your alibi. You. Like, okay. So that got me thinking. We were talking about it a little before our podcast. Um, what are the places, bachelor party or bachelorette party destinations that you don't want your lady to attend? I know a couple of them. Well, I think back. I think number one is like is easy, right? It's got to be Vegas. Oh yeah. Okay. I was. So like, said that. I think that's just like we can get that out of the way. It's one and one a. We don't even have to like have this long-winded debate about why it is. It's you it's just Vegas. Vegas women get treated like gold in Vegas, like no matter what. There, there's creepy guys there that are trying to get their attention. It's a weird ecosystem there. What's your number two? I don't know. I, like that, that got me thinking because there aren't, there isn't like an obvious two. I maybe I Miami. A, that's my obvious two. Yeah, it's Miami because. Uh, Miami's just full of like, hey, it was that Udonis Haslam in a picture <laughs> in the back of my girl's Snapchat? Is that that looked like I watched him play many years of basketball. That looked like him. Now, DC doesn't sound like that much of an issue. It's like the no. I think it's gonna be a pretty tame bachelorette party. I think we're going out to dinner tonight. Tomorrow they're going out hair to hair done. Uh, maybe that, I make does that. Yeah, I think you made that up. Did I do that. Okay. I think that's something that actually is never done during a bachelorette party. I apologize. That is done during weddings. To all of our female listeners, that was a leap. I, I pulled up a little bit from deep. Yeah. I, I was open. I took the shot. It didn't go in. No. We'll move on from it. But, and I thought I was thinking about the third rank, depending on how they do it. Um, if it's a bachelorette party specifically, I think New York's another bad spot. It's interesting because we're obviously from the New England. Northeast area, so like I've never heard of anyone really doing it there because usually yeah. when people go to their bachelor bachelorette parties, they like to get out a little bit. But if you live in like a Chicago, or right? You're going like why not go to New York? New yeah. York would be a wild time. It's a wild time. So those are the spots you don't love hearing your girl attend. I was just wondering, you know, what your thoughts were. See if they matched up a little. They, bit. I mean, that makes sense. I so we obviously went to a bachelor party in Charleston where that was like the hot spot. It was. And then I heard Nashville is... I've been there for one. Is for Bachelor. Bachelor, what? It wasn't... Ba- it, I mean, awful in the sense there are so many Bachelor and Bachelor oh, parties. Oh, yeah. They're there all the time. Oh, yeah. It's that really- got me thinking, do you think... So it's almost like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson uh, during Wedding Crashers. Do you think there are people Holy who shit. live in Nashville and all that they it's do? Bachelorette season. It's Bachelorette season. What are we this time? <laughs> Maple syrup conglomerates? <laughs> Count Chocula. And so all they do is they just, like, they know that, oh, it's a bachelorette party. Like, there's probably going to be six, seven girls right there. Three of them, on average, are going to be single. Yep. And, like, kind of desperate and very drunk. Just, like, they're on vacation. They're at a bachelorette party. Get loose. They're a little bit more, if, exactly. Inhibitions are low. This is what I thought in Charleston, too. We were outnumbered severely. Yeah. By bachelorette parties. It was probably, like... Eight to one. Well, not the, even lying. The other thing is, like, bachelor parties, like, you know, they get kind of dressed up. That's really it. Maybe they wear blazers. Yeah. Like, bachelorette parties, like, if some of them, you know, they're wearing, like, matching dresses with, Black like, and white someone's dresses. wearing a tiara or Sash. whatever. They're wearing sashes. So it's like you can easily spot it out. You yeah. can't spot out bachelor parties. No, we we're kind of, yeah, we were just I mean, you can like spot that. it out because it's, oh, there's a group of seven guys who are being obnoxiously drunk and annoying. Together, yeah. But, yeah, bachelorette party. I think Charleston's on that list after being there that weekend. Yeah. That definitely needs to be on that list. It's a disgusting town. Love it, though. It was a good time. It was fun. So, Olympics are here. We haven't talked since they started. Um, 
And shit's happened. It's been an entertaining Olympics. I'll I was. Say that. Can we art like this? Might be the wildest, most entertaining Olympics that I've, I've ever been had. having a blast. Because there's also the Rio, like, thing involved. Well, there's so many. <laughs> like, there's a sports element. There's like a geopolitical element. It's there's awesome. like a politics, actual politics element. Now we have an international incident happening. Right. This is amazing. This is. Like, we've had genuinely amazing things to watch from athletes. I mean, we don't even have to talk about Phelps, which was, you know, a story on its own. Yeah, and then there's the, the gymnast, Simone Biles, the, uh, you know, Usain Bolt, who's doing his thing. But um, let, let's get into, like, what is going on yeah. with Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte, I'll, I'll open this up and qualify everything right now by saying he may be the dumbest human being, like, that we've ever put in front of camera. Because there's dumber people, obviously, but to be in front of a camera as often as they are, I think he's the dumbest. What reality TV show was he on at one point? He was on a reality show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like girls trying to date Ryan Lochte. It was like almost like I a bachelor. It, I think it was that. I think it was like, who wants to date Ryan Lochte? And I didn't watch any of it, but everyone who did came away from that saying, wow, Ryan Lochte is really dumb. He's very stupid. Yeah. Like, bordering on the point of, like, mentally handicapped. Like, not even making a joke. Like, he trademarked with his team, quote-unquote team, the word Jia. Like, yeah with a J. Right. And that was like, he thought it was worth billions. That's frustrating. Convinced. I think he still is. So, what have you heard about the incident? You were... You were a swimmer, so <laughs> I am putting it in your court. You you know how these guys think. You know how they operate. So I, I, I'm trying to get, like, a mental timeline in my head. So it started off, I think it was, like, Sunday, Monday, mm-hmm. and it was Ryan Lochte and a few others got mugged um, point blank with a gun, and they were faking to be police officers. In the realm of Rio, from everything that you've heard over the last months, that sounded like an incredibly plausible story. It did until you read it. <laughs> like, I remember hearing that, and I was like, oh, shit, Ryan Lockley got robbed. And then I clicked the link. And then it got kind of weird. And then it was all of a sudden, the Brazilian government and police force are not sure if he actually got mugged. Some of the stories are not corroborating. I think I read that he said someone pointed a gun at his head, and he was quoted as saying... Whatever. Hmm. Now, I, I haven't had a gun pointed at my head. No. Or a gun pointed at me, or been robbed, fortunately. But if someone points a gun at my head and asks me for my money, I'm not going to just be like, whatever. Whatever. I'm on the ground giving him my wallet. So That I, one threw me off. So I would say within a day, it's starting to seem just kind of weird. I'm not going full, holy shit, there's something <laughs> here. But it's a little weird, and it's obviously this almost tug of war between the U.S. swimming team, and the Brazilian government. Which is awesome. Which is phenomenal. Especially, like, Phelps is... I remember Phelps posted, like, Instagram, being at home with his family, like, enjoying retirement, just, like, peacefully and, like, celebrating his Olympic victories. And meanwhile, meanwhile, on Lochte's side, people are getting fucking pulled off planes. No one knows where Lochte is. No one knows. He's, like... They say he made it back to the U.S. via some sort of underground railroad system that swimmers <laughs> use. Because apparently, like, why didn't they pull him off the plane? Well, he got off earlier. So yeah, so on Wednesday they made it clear that they were looking for the swimmers. They were going to revoke their passports before they talked to them, and at that point they learned that Lochte left on Tuesday. (laughs) Because I'll give him one thing: he might be dumb and an idiot, but at least he learned shit. I gotta get the fuck out of this country. Some Carmen Sandiego (laughs) shit, (laughs) like fucking sleuthing around, right? And then by Wednesday, Thursday, which is right around yesterday, is when it was, yeah, he, they definitely fucking lied. Oh, 100%. Like, I, when I saw, like, I, when I clicked the link, I was like, this is, he, he's lying. And I was like, you know what? He probably went, like, super bro, like he would tend to do, even though he's 32 years old. That part still makes me laugh. That, that is the funniest part, because... Like, I actually didn't realize that until I was, like, doing my Wikipedia shit on this Olympics, because I was like, wow, like, Phelps, he's, like, getting up there. Like, good for him winning all these goals. <laughs> like, I'm surprised Lochte hasn't, like, caught up to him at this point, like, considering, he's like, younger. Phelps is, like, you know, getting up there. And then I, you know, Wikipedia'd Lochte, and I'm like, shit, Lochte's older than Phelps. Yeah, what a shit career that is. Because, <laughs> like, 
Yeah, entire nation thinks you're younger and like has potential, and then we're like, oh, you're older than the guy that keeps kicking your ass. Right. So you were just like never meant to be. Um, oh, quick fun fact, not trying to derail it, but Chris Humphreys, do you see that? That was actually so interesting. Chris Humphreys was a better swimmer than both Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte. He had some like top, what, whatever, like top times in the country yeah. at seven, eight, nine, ten years old. He was like the pro- a swimming prodigy. Which is pretty funny. And then he turned into like a Kardashian husband, medium, medium ranked basketball player. He has made a shitload of money in the NBA though. He's done okay. Oh, I'm not going to lie about that. But back to Lochte. So, so I guess <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of questions. My first question is, so we've seen the videos of them in the gas station peeing on the side and like just, just being a ruckus. Being hardcore bros. But is that a good enough reason to lie and say we got mugged. Seriously? It doesn't. Nothing makes sense. No, like I, the thing I read that I don't know if it's true or not. He lied because he, like, he lied about like an international incident because he didn't want to lie to his mother. Like I think his mom asked him what happened, and he like told her because he something happened and he told her he got robbed, and then he was like, oh shit, shit. Now I, I gotta tell go. everyone I got robbed. And that's what it turned into. Which I understand. You don't want to lie to your mom. But, like, it yeah. was an international incident. There I were dudes detained in, like, a holding cell getting asked about Ryan Lochte's whereabouts. This is... And so, like, I guess my, my argument is, is there a smoking gun? Is there this, like, is there this thing that he's actually trying to hide? Oh. Like, he, like, had sex with a prostitute and then woke up and she was dead. Some real, uh, the night of shit. I'm there. I mean? Oh, you watched that? Yeah. Let's go. All right, <laughs> we can finally talk about a show. Thank God. Um, yeah, we haven't had a show we both watched in years. Um, I mean, you can't take it off the table at Lochte. But I don't think he's, like, smart enough to, like, wiggle his way around, like, such an incident happening. And not having it come out within 72 hours, because he's that dumb. But, man, I, I was thinking about it. Because I don't know how close these guys are as friends, these other swimmers. But how fast would you snitch on Ryan Lochte if they had you in a holding cell in Brazil? So the final thing I saw today was one of them got out, left. He's going back to the U.S., but he had to pay $11,000. Is that extortion? So one thing, that sounds really fucking weird. It sounds like extortion. The other thing is, like, a lot of these, like, you know, B-list swimmers... Like, they're probably still in college. They're probably literally broke as shit. Zero dollars. $11,000 is a lot of money. If you asked me to pay $11,000 today, I would be... I'd laugh. In tr- I'd be in trouble. Yeah. I'd be like, how, who is going to pay for this? So, let alone a 19-year-old swimmer probably... Which makes me laugh that Lochte's probably hanging out with, like, 19-year-olds. Right. But that's another story. But, yeah, $11,000 to come back home. Doesn't that sound a lot like extortion? I'm not a lawyer... It sounds like a... Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's extortion. Yeah. But, I mean, it sounds like the story's going to keep unraveling itself. And there's... I mean, you know me. Not only do I like the story, I like the story of the story. I like the hot takes of the story. The takes are coming out. The takes are coming out. And they're coming out on both sides. I'm of the believer of, wow, they're really fucking dumb. Yep. Is this the worst thing that's ever happened? Probably not, but really fucking stupid. It's, Hilarious. But then there's the hot takes of, you know, like, hey, what he did wasn't really wrong at all. All right. That's a little bit on one side. And then there are the, he is a disgrace to the United States, and he will always be remembered for this instead of of swimming. I'm like, all right. The takes are getting very spicy. The takes, I saw these takes, which I, you know, I can understand. They were talking about, like, how Gabby Douglas was getting, like, ridiculed. And, you know, she's, like, still a young girl. And they were, like, and then they used the Ryan Lochte thing as, oh, he's just a kid. He's a 32-year-old kid. Yeah. That's a man. Our parents at 32 were, like, mothers and fathers. Right. I did see that argument. There's some way to that. I think Lochte's taking a lot of shit. And obviously Gabby Douglas took some shit for absolutely no reason. I don't think I've ever put my hand across my chest for the... You want to talk about that for a second? Let's talk about it. You want to get my my actual feelings on this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go there. So this started from a Bill Plasky article. Fucking Plasky. From the LA Times, anyone who ever watches Around the Horn probably knows his white man goon face. Looks like a bootleg Sean Connery. So, I, it did make me start thinking, and the, there's been takes and takes and takes on that, but, you know, obviously the original take is she should have put her hand in her heart, 
and this is a learning experience for her, basically. And I think my point is, I, I, I hate to do this. Let's do it. And I'm going to go. Let's go there. More macro, you know, a little bit bigger. I think the country, the United States, has this problem, and I'm going to use the word of puzzle piece patriotism. Wow, let's go. Okay, let's go there. Keep so, going. So what it is, and you definitely see it everywhere, is. Basically, people have this idea that in order to be patriotic, you need to follow these certain guidelines, these rules. You need to put your hand on your heart for the national anthem. Presidents have to put a flag on, a pin flag on their suit. Uh, the flag. Oh, you can do this. You can't do this. Can't touch. Can't do this. Yeah, make sure you do this. And to me, it's really, it's, I'm not going to say it's stupid. It's just weird. It is weird. It's just Listen, I, and this isn't a knock on patriotism in general. I think there's a lot to be proud of your country for. But the fact that you need to follow these guidelines... Touch your chest while you're listening to a song. ...is really... It's just bizarre to me. And to me, patriotism is... A, are you proud of your country? And B, are other people proud of you of just showing that you show in great, great, great respect for your country? And this just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. I, I think that was well said. Especially, like, you know, we've, all, we've both played sports in high school. And, like, they played a national anthem before them and stuff like that. I had no I, idea what I'd do. I don't think I'm, I, I, like, not paying attention. I think I was talking during, right. like, most of it and ignoring it. And Maybe sometimes I've put my hand in my heart. Maybe. I've occasionally had my hat on during it. Yeah. And while we're at it, let's, t- let's keep going with the takes. Pledge of Allegiance in school. Weird. I don't want to get too, like, political or whatever, but that's fucked up. It is it's a like some, some communism shit. <laughs> it is, like, very, like, adore and obey your country. Yeah, shit. like, fearless leader. Yeah. All right, well, we're getting off the takes. I, at, my one gonna, other point was fire extinguish these there, takes. Was a video, or there was a picture of the 92 Dream Team winning their gold Olympics, uh, the medal thing. Mm-hmm. None of them have their hand on their heart. Not a single one of yep. them. Does anyone give them shit? Because oh. they... You all you gotta do is beat Angola by seventy-two points, <laughs> and you don't have to put your because hand it's in like heart. Michael Jordan and Patrick. You like we're, you're not gonna give them shit. No, but it's Gabby Douglas, and I don't know. It's it ridiculous. Was, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, poor girl. Um, so that that leads me to a, a question that I, I proposed to Sean before we started recording: of Would you rather <laughs> have a a son that ends up having the career that Michael Phelps had? Or a son that ends up having the career that borderline backup center Timofey Mozgov of the Cleveland Cavaliers, now L.A. Lakers, had. We both completely agree Timofey Mozgov is the way to go. Timofey Mozgov over Michael Phelps, one million times out of one million. Any, any, any day. I think if you ask a citizen on the street, they'll say, who the hell is Timofey Mozgov? Well, he just signed a $60 million deal with the L.A. Lakers, yep. and he's not very good at basketball. He's a very bad player. Well, he's a mediocre player. Okay. But, like, I'm saying, like, mediocre. Like, you want your son to be a mediocre player, but also generate... Probably, he'll probably make close to 100 mil in his career. But yeah. Maybe get another contract. I, he got his previous contract. It would be interesting to see how much uh, Michael Phelps has made in his career. I, I can tell you right now, I do not think he's made $100 million off of swimming. Obviously, most of that money is coming from endorsements. Just endorsements. But when, is, when are you putting out, like, like I understand Speedo and whatever goggle company he fucking sponsored by, like, makes money because there will always be swimmers. But, like, outside of the Olympics, when is Michael Phelps talked he's about? He's got that sick subway deal. He's on a lot of subway commercials. The same deal that Roger Robert Griffin III was on, and um, Ryan Justin, Howard. Ryan Howard, yeah, all these these very much. There was a period of time where athletes. Subway was rolling out the Robert Griffin III, Tuck. who is a backup. Justin <laughs> Tuck on the Raiders it being was awful, like, terrible. Ryan Howard, who gets booted home games <laughs> at Philly during the Phillies, and then Michael Phelps, like right after he got a DUI. Like, it was a. His poor <laughs> and they just had like enough money like poured into commercials that they had to show X amount. It was it was the Brooklyn Nets like two years ago, <laughs> like a lot of money went into it. You were on fire. That was great. <laughs> the, that subway campaign was the Brooklyn Nets. That was true. Yeah, RG three was a backup. Oh my god. Mm. So yeah, that's what Phelps. That was his main line. I'm sure Subway gave you a nice gave him a nice check. Yeah, but like, is that sustainable? Like, sixty-four million dollars is sustainable for like three, four years, four I, years. And I guess the other part is, should we mo- be more proud that you're winning 
Olympic gold or the fact that you're cashing in a shitload of money? Like, I... Like, I... Olympic gold is something you could talk about with your grandkids. But your grandkids will live a better life because you made $64 million. That's the way I see it. Like, son, I know we're living in a modest home in, like, Wichita, Kansas. um, But I have this gold medal. There you go. There you go. That's nice, right? Kill me like, fuck that. I don't care. Uncle Jimmy up the streets, dad, is Timofey Mozgov, <laughs> and his house is big as fuck. <laughs> he has zero gold medals. Are you saying Michael Phelps' <laughs> grandson and Timofey <laughs> Mozgov's grandson both live in Wichita, Kansas? That, that, it went left. <laughs> I, I admit, it went left early, and that was my fault. I took, I, I went a weird direction with it. But I just meant, like, the, the lifestyle difference if that was grandkids will show because of the cash Timothy made. Now, I get it. Michael Phelps will go down as being most more famous person. Yeah, he might not be the best, but I see what you're saying. An Olympian over some B-tier NBA player. Like, you're, this is the era of the NBA where you're getting paid. And you want your, your kid. I'm saying this. I said son. You want this to be your son. Like, Grant, you want your son to have glory, but you want your son to be able to take care of themselves and their family, which is also your family. Timothy Mozgov or fa- fame is what you want. What do you want? Yeah, Timothy Mozgov every time. Shout out to Timothy Mozgov. Yeah. Winning every aspect of life for some reason. No one can explain it. Yeah. He's having a nice life. He just won, obviously won a championship. Yeah. He didn't really play much. No, he didn't. If at all. Uh, he collected a contract. He's going to play for the LA Lakers for the next few years. be a nice... Southern California, like living it up. Right. God. It's a nice life. Being an athlete, being like a non professional athlete sucks. Yeah. I like, know it's a blanket statement. <laughs> it's I, obvious. It does. I will say this it makes you incredibly, like, I, no other word but just respect for especially some of these other athletes who, I mean, obviously they are not making a profession on being an archer or uh, all <laughs> these other. Different weird sports. Some weird events happen. And they spend hours upon hours doing it regardless. It's handball. Did you watch any of that? I did. Yo. Yo. Do you remember we, we played that in gym in high school? I, I didn't know that was a real thing. It's a cool-ass sport. My, you know, here's my argument. If football ever gets, like, goes away because, you know, the concussion shit and all that, bring in handball. Handball's next. Like, just fill it right in. It'll fill seamlessly fit easy. right in. Like I'll watch handball once a week. I will continue to play fantasy, like, football, but handball in the same apps and everything. Fantasy Nothing handball? I'm in. Like, I want, you know, player X because he averages 16 throws a game. What are, like, what are, what are the stats in handball? You that throw is, it? I don't know. You throw it in the goal? You know what's a sixth thing now? Fantasy Olympics. Oh, you just shit. Get wild. I'm like I'm sad that DraftKings had to go through all that shit. Otherwise, they'd be on our TV screens all the time. They would be on it. Like, hey, I'm Mitch from like, <laughs> you know, Missouri, and I made $600 betting on like <laughs> synchronized swimming, you know, in the Paraplegic Olympics or something like that. It's like wildly unethical shit. But, you know, there's some strange sports that, like, I don't know how... You put the time, like as you said, put all the time in to get good. No, it makes no sense. Like archery is one, like probably in the top three or so. But then there's like, like race walking. That was weird. That was weird. That was, that was happening today. today. That was yeah. happening today. I saw that. Like there, you're moving fast, but you're not moving fast at all. Like <laughs> so, you have to keep one foot on the ground at all times. Yeah, and it's all like upper body, like swerving left to right. You're like you driving. It's like you're playing cruising USA. That like. <laughs> arcade game like with your upper body where you're just basically going like this out of, you can't see it obviously because it's a fucking podcast but what other events are there that are like borderline unnecessary I mean, and foolish there are a lot of a lot of ones. things on the track honestly yeah I mean if you're not a hundred meter if you're not a sprinter or like a miler I, I mean I've had this conversation I don't know with you but other people that the triple jump was <laughs> this event that they decided shit we need one more event and we don't really know what it's going to be Triple jump is like, whoa, why are we doing this? I was a triple jumper in high school. It was great. Sean was a good triple jumper, and I, it looked bizarre. I, I couldn't tell if he was good initially. Because no. you can't tell anyone's good at triple jump. Because no. you're like, what are they doing? I can't tell how far that was. And it's over. And then people are cheering. You're like, <laughs> and you're like Did, I thought they disqualified. How was he allowed to do that? It's like, <laughs> wait, is, is wait. that real? 
How does he? He's cheating in long jump. That's this is, what it looks like. That long jump, but he f- didn't know the rules correctly, or he like had some sort of issue. But I think the most like messed up event in track where they were just like, um, let's do this, uh, let's do this, is the steeplechase. Yes. Let's have them run almost two, not fully two miles, but like two point eight miles. We're gonna put a large hurdle. A large hurdle, not like. You know, like a regular, like a short hurdle, but it's just long. So, like, multiple people could jump over at the same time. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's put a little pool of water yep. under that hurdle. Because why? It, it never, so we were obviously on the same track team, and in most meets, they wouldn't do the steeplechase. But you go to those big yeah. events or those big meets, and they would do the steeplechase. Yeah, I would watch it. I'd be like, would always be like, huh. What the fuck is this, that? This is a weird one. <laughs> what is this test? What is that test? I, I, the water <laughs> is the weirdest part. What does the water do? What I, does it do? I, I can't think of anything. Are you faster if you don't touch the water? It does the water affect you? Does wet shoes make them heavier? I don't know. I, usually I have some like funny pun to like <laughs> yeah. give you for that. I have no idea why the Can we talk is. about track for a second as both of us ran track? How sure. many events are just like... Shit, we need a couple more yeah. to make this work. I think triple jump definitely. Triple jump definitely. Um, steeplechase. 400 hurdles reeks of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let's just throw hurdles out there too. That's yeah, what that was. because it's clearly... 400 hurdles is clearly the event. I'm not quite good enough for the 400 hurdles, so I'm going to do the 400 hurdles. Oh, if you mean 400... You mean 110 hurdles. What did I say? 400 hurdles. Twice. Well, did you oh, mean sorry. One? I meant the four... I'm not quite good enough for the 400 hurdles, or 400. Oh, 400. Got so you. I'm just going to do the 400 hurdles. That's actually true. Yeah, a lot of the people that do 400 hurdles are, like, not that good 400 runners, but, like, choose to jump over hurdles. Right. It sounds like it sucks. Mm, it's terrible. Side note, we're good. T- going left, veering left. We've been going left a lot. Going left That's again. Fine. The women's 400 meter hurdles uh, had a girl from high school that ran it. Uh, yeah, she was a high schooler. Shit. Found it out the, let me tell you. So, she's a, I'll say because she's 17 years old, she was a cute girl. Okay. That's she's fine. She's very pretty, like. Pretty girl, seemed very nice. I didn't know she was 17 initially. Okay. So as, as the race was happening, I was just like, holy Ooh, shit. Hey. And your boy Tom Hammond on the commentator, uh, on the commentator stand was just like, and Sydney's going into her senior year in high school and <laughs> just turned 17. <laughs> and like, I almost threw my phone in the fucking toilet. Like, I was about to tweet something so about it. And I was like, fuck. Well, it's not my fault. I'm watching the Olympics. I'm assuming everyone there is like, at least college age. Don't make any assumptions. I know. I learned my lesson. Like, you get bit, and you learn from it. So, but that's, that's why the 400 hurdles sucks. They have people in them, <laughs> they have no idea where they came from, how old they are, and then you're about to tweet something, and then people are going to yell at you. At least you didn't tweet it. That would have been, like, slightly awkward. Yeah, I didn't tweet it, but there's always the delete button. Right. I've deleted tweets before for, uh, for even less of reasons than that. Um... But yeah, what other events were there? There's a uh, or are there that? Well, there's a lot of throwing events, and I, I feel like do you need I've, to throw all three of those things? Right. So you have the discus, I'm the shot put, and going. then you also have the javelin, and I just don't really understand why you need all three. Two, or dare I say, one would be good enough, and they are kind of sweet. I will say one of my favorite events is probably the decathlon, and. I don't watch it enough. I feel like it needs to get a little I, bit more. I watched, um, I watched a good chunk of it, because uh, my, you know, we had the TV on at work watching it. Um, Ashton Eaton is fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. He's awesome. He's good at everything. I see him do the events, and I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Like he's, oh wait, I'm watching the decathlon. <laughs> I'm essentially watching his like fourth best event. Yeah, he ran a 10-3-100. That's and, so fast. That's so fast, and he was like. He came in second. But he was, like, upset. He was like, I usually win this. And he ran, like, a 45-second 400. And I was like, wow, he's... You know, that makes sense. 100 and 400 runner are fast. Then he, like, pole vaults at, like, 18 feet. Yeah. High jumped, like, 7, 8. Like, ran a 1,500 in, like, 4 minutes and something seconds. The man's an at... I mean, you could almost argue that any decathlete, they're the world's greatest athlete. Oh, yeah, so they call them. Yeah, they, uh... Your boy Tom Hammond, who saved me before, was just like, this is the world's greatest athlete. Shout out to Bruce Jenner. Uh, or, for, or Caitlyn Jenner. Sorry about that. 
our former decathlete, world's greatest athlete. But yeah, yeah uh, Ashton Eaton is a uh, he's something. I think they should make a new event in Olympics where it's it's almost it's like the same thing as decathlon, but you just add different events. So like one oh. swimming. Ooh. But like it's not like the triathlon because the triathlon you do it all at the yeah, same yeah. time. This is like they're individual separate events, and they're all individual events. So it's like yeah. Something's throwing something. Yeah, one, swimming's got to be is involved. This, is this part of like one event though? See, that's the other like, thing. Like you the decathlon, you could almost argue that you almost at one Olympic you decide, shit, you know what? This year I'm going for this medal, and this is like a big medal. Yeah. So like Phelps this year instead, he's like, you know what? I'm going for like I'm doing the swimming events, but I'm also going for this medal. So my 100 free time is going to count oh. for this event. Oh. And Usain Bolt, if he wants to do it, his 100 times is going to count for that. So he doesn't have to run it twice. Uh, so his 100 that he did during the 100 finals, that it carries counts. over. It yeah. can carry over for this big ah. event. I was also thinking of this, like that first track athlete, or not track athlete, Olympic athlete that like dips their toes in like different things. Like an Olympic athlete that's going to do like the freestyle floor routine and then do like the 100 meter fly. That would be and then so runs, badass. And then runs a 400. I mean... Like, is there such an athlete that exists? I can't... Th- like, like that would be the super Olympic. It's like the Bo Jackson of Olympics. Yes. Yeah, if you, like, are doing, like, the main things. If you're doing the gymnastics, you're doing swimming, and you're doing the track. If you do all three of those, one event in each. God, that'd be awesome. That would be ridiculous. Especially if you get the gymnastics in there, because those are literally two opposite sports. Yeah. Like, it's just different worlds, and you're just like... I could see it, though. The one thing that people keep saying, mentioning, is how intrigued that people are of the different body types of all different events. And it is kind of interesting. You know, the swimmers have these really, really long torsos, short kind of legs, but they end up being like 6'4". Their upper body is absolutely gigantic. Mm -hmm. Their lower body looks like it's me. (laughs) Um, Obviously, volleyball players are huge and tall. Basketball players are gigantic yeah. and, like, really strong. They're the biggest. Track people are, like, lean lean and kind of short. And it yeah. is interesting seeing all these weird different types of bodies. Like, what is type of person to do, would, all of them. to do all of them? I think it will be after our lifetime. But, like, king, king or queen Olympics. We'll see. Like, the, like, the super athlete. It would be sick to see someone just be like, yeah, I'm... I'm doing five events, and they are completely different sports in the Olympics. And I'm going to play in one basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start on the basketball team for one game uh, in the semifinals. So uh, I will be doing, if you count that as a sixth event, I'll be doing that as well. But, like, say you do, like, the, the uneven bars, <laughs> the, uh, like the 50-meter freestyle, you play a basketball game, you, uh, you do the 100-meter... I guess, so I guess my, so like, take a guy like Russell Westbrook. Oh. Can you tell me he can't qualify for another event in all of the Olympics? And then he also does basketball, and then he's like, yeah, I qualified for the uh, 400 hurdles. <laughs> like, how badass that would, be would that be? Like, Russ, like, on their off day for yeah. basketball, like, went yeah. to the 400 hurdle qualify. It's like, yeah, I, I made it to the finals, I came in fourth. I'm like, I don't care about yeah. that. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I only ran, like, I ran, like, a 49-7. What? <laughs> he's disappointed as hell because he didn't medal. But he's like, this is a sixth event. He's basically done six events in six days. Because it's like, they're all, like, every day. It's, Someone does beach volleyball one night. Like, <laughs> it's not crazy to think that could happen in our I lifetime. Think, honestly, even though we always, like, everyone's like, on him, the person I think could do it is LeBron James. Some, not necessarily like those ones we listed, but he's the one who can probably do the most. You couldn't tell me, give, give LeBron three months to learn how to play volleyball. I want him on my team. Holy shit. Like, because it's about being strong, quick, and jump. Like, yeah. He's going to be the highest jumper. Yeah. He's going to be the strongest. Probably the tallest. Like, maybe the second tallest. I don't know. It would be absolutely incredible. And the handball coach was already like, yeah, LeBron James, if we gave him two weeks, he'd be the best player in the world. Did he actually say that? Yeah. (laughs) He'd be the best player in the world in handball. The best handball player on earth. Because there's not much, like, difference in skill. Like, you catch it and you throw it. You bowl people over, which is basically, like, half of what LeBron does. Maybe, I'm I'm just talking here. It's too, it's a little too late for LeBron, but maybe some other phenomenal. I think it's Russ. It's gotta be Russ. U.S. athlete who's 
we basically have to be a basketball player. He just takes one season off. And what he does during that year is he just learns, like, four different sports. <laughs> and he just tries to qualify. And we all support him. Yeah, and we're all, like, and as, a, mad. as America, we support this. We, like, Can't he loses his you. complete salary, so there's a GoFundMe for it. <laughs> and we have to make up the difference. <laughs> we pay his salary, his NBA salary as, for that. Year. As a country. Holy shit, like, we're, like, paying extra like, taxes. I'm gonna, yeah. There's a <laughs> Russell Westbrook tax. There's an extra three cent state tax in every single state. Oh my god! Uh, just so Russell Westbrook can qualify for multiple events in the Olympics. I would pay for that for over four years. Absolutely, I would pay for that. And it, like you see his progress, so you know he's not bullshitting right. around. And he puts he's... up weird YouTube videos every now and then <laughs> of him just like <laughs> with a bow and arrow, <laughs> just like showing his progress from like week one to like year two. And Look how just... fucking sick I am at archery now. <laughs> Couldn't even string the fucking bow before. How disappointing would it be? It's like we actually do this as a country, and then we get to qualifying, and he qualifies in none of the sports. <laughs> I gave Russell like, Westbrook six thousand dollars of my own money. God damn it! Oh my god, that would be. I, I'm for it. Like he take my money, Russell. I'm I'm not even kidding where I say I'm not against this idea. And you know what? I think the people of Oklahoma City would be like, you know what? They pitch an Let's do this. Yeah, they, yeah. Okay, like, hey, we'll miss them for a year, but you got to get ready, man. You got to get ready. Like you're representing. He he has to wear like some sort of OKC gear. Yeah, as like a stipulation, just like support the team and like advertise. That'd be awesome. God, did we save the Olympics? Or did we did we advance the Olympics? We advanced the Olympics. This is a phenomenal. This is something idea. that's gonna happen like sixty years after we were dead, and we're gonna, people are gonna listen to this podcast and like be like, wow, they were they were ahead of their. We're time. gonna be like the Egyptians with hieroglyphics. <laughs> They're gonna see listen to this and be like, they were saying some shit, and we didn't know what they were talking about. God damn, man, these are some good ideas. This is like this is gonna get stolen, and we're yeah. gonna be upset, like sitting on a couch somewhere, like. Living our same lives, drinking the same beer. But whatever. It's fine. We're doing it for the pod. We're doing it for the people. Do we have anything else on the Olympics? The basketball team. We didn't really talk about that. How we're like... Kind of shitty? Kind of shitty. And I saw that we talked about this before. Like how like this is a whack team, kind of. Well... I know it'd be this whack. So, I'm glad we haven't casted in a while. Because I remember I had like hot takes to bring up if we were to cast. And my point was going to be... Yeah, this team isn't very good, but all of the other great teams that usually give the United States problems have gotten a lot worse. So the U.S. is going to, like, steamroll this. Mainly Spain and Argentina. Which Which is true. Interesting enough. They actually just beat them both. Spain was an interesting game. Spain was closer, but Argentina... Argentina, they just kicked the shit out of them. But the other teams have been... Yeah, so Serbia, uh, Croatia, Australia. Australia, obviously. It's the first scare. So, Australia's going to be good soon. Think about it. Well, I Exum. Exum. So ben have, Simmons. Ben, so why isn't Exum? Is he on he's the still Olympics? hurt. Well, That's he's still right, recovering. He tore his ACL. Playing the Worlds last year. So we got Exum. And it, someone said, I don't even know how this is true, but um, what's his name? Don Maker. Can play for... Don Maker. Where the fuck is Don Maker from? <laughs> what is he? Is he a creative player? That's living among humans? I mean, he's obviously originally from, like, African descent. Yeah, but... He's pulling a Serge Ibaka is what he's doing. Serge? Serge is, like... Can we talk about Serge playing for Spain? Did we ever get that? Like, he got himself designated because he played there for, like, a year? Yeah. Spain is loose with their passports, I will say that. Oh. And they, they've Spanish had a history for, um... Like, when actual national, like, you know, players from, like, England or whatever play soccer for them. They'll, they'll give them citizenship... Immediately. Relatively quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you signed a contract and here's your papers. You are a citizen. God. Because I saw Serge Ibaka there and I was like, hmm. hmm. That one was weird. Because he's, cl- hmm. he's obviously from the Congo. He speaks French. Right. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. <laughs> what, a, what a finesse about Spain. Yeah. But Spain is looking rough these days. I was looking at like 38-year-old Pau Gasol. That's They're pulling thing. up from three. They're obviously a lot older. I saw Andres Nocioni out there in Argentina. Yeah. I, like, I haven't seen that dude since. I mean, it's players that you're like, shit, I completely forgot about them. Juan Carlos Navarro. Juan Carlos Navarro is... His fifth a, Olympics. He's a Real Madrid just staple. I mean, <laughs> literally, he is like gold in Spain. Really? I, what a life. I don't really know, but like... He's been playing for Real Madrid for years. How many years did he spend in the NBA? Like one or two? Not too long. They've still got Rudy. Fifth Olympics. They've got Rudy Fernandez on that team. I mean, the the best athlete to come out of Spain ever. He was in a dunk contest. Rudy Fernandez. That's right. 
That didn't go well. See, they have all these players that you're like, shit, I forgot about them. And then, Obviously uh, Miritich now. Yeah. Isn't he, like, Serbian? Yeah, he's not. He, I think he's, he might be originally Croatian. Oh. He's not from Spain. He's not now. Spain, because he was... But I think he came when he was at least in his teens. No, well, he's been playing in Spanish League for a long time. For a while, but... God. It is like a hodgepodge of people. Well, Croatia has your boy. My boy, Dario Sar. Got that winning block. Yeah. Uh, has he? Have you seen much more of him other than that block? No. I literally... I didn't watch... Him? Weird, weird enough, I didn't watch the Spain-Croatia game. But I did watch that block. That was a good block. It was exciting. And then everyone in Philadelphia just got incredibly excited. That's a Philadelphia thing to do. Right. That's a... Uh, like, hey, look at this truth. guy in the Olympics of a... Um, Group stage game <laughs> had a nice block. And st- the rest of the stat line was like three for eleven, <laughs> like seven points, four rebounds. Doesn't people, matter. People were saying white Ben Simmons. We basically got two Ben Simmonses. <laughs> like after one block. I'm That's gonna, why I love Philly. I'm not going to talk about the Sixers until October because I, I'm actually getting kind of excited, and it's like not good. Well, I'm at aware. At least you're not the New York Super Team Knicks, Ooh. aka Derrick Rose keeps calling the Knicks a fucking Super Team. I remember he compared the Knicks. To the Warriors. He was like, yep. yeah, it's like, you know, like now there's two super teams, like the Warriors and the Knicks. I was like, wow. Apparently, he literally said that. Derek's got a hold of that good cocaine in New York. <laughs> That's what I determined off that. I was like, he is drugging up well. Um, but yeah, the Olympics have been fun. I'll say a uh, lot of action, a lot of controversy. Rio occasionally has green water, and that's awesome. And the green water thing is awesome as well. They're just like, I don't want to swim in this. And like, you got to. And, and no one has given a good reason why yep, the water like, stream. Oh, it just happens like that sometimes. Oh, uh, the algae. Oh, uh, there wasn't enough wind. <laughs> that one, I remember that. That one was weird. You know, you know the wind. You know about the wind. And I was like, what? Wait, what? No, I'm. I've been in water before that was blue, on like a non-windy day. Uh, why does it need more wind? Oh, the water smells like poop. It smells oh, like sewage. Oh, it's fine. That's no. Your nose is. It's yeah. Your, it's your nose. Fault. It makes my eyes stink. <laughs> huh. I feel very ill when I come out of the water. Like directly when I come out. Like oh, maybe it must have been something you ate when you were in America before you got here. So, I mean, I, I think we're almost done with the Olympics. But just to cap it all off, I think we should. Like, is this? I know we kind of alluded to this before. But this might be one of the greatest Olympics ever. And again, I think so. not necessarily from an actual nope. athletic standpoint. Absolutely not. Of just, I, I want to be entertained, and this Olympics has been entertaining the hell out of me. This is incredible. I I don't even care. Like, I'd say this Olympics is probably like 30% about the actual events. Right. Like, 50% about Rio. Whatever the, the disaster that's going on. And then 20% about, like, this Ryan Octi thing. <laughs> which is like, you know, taking over everything. And creating, like, basically, we're not going to be, like, the United States is going to have a Cuba situation with Brazil. And as a result, it's going to be, like, a hostage exchange. Oh, it really is. We're close. Obama's, like, on call right now in relation to Brazil, which is terrifying. All right. So we're going to jump off the Olympics to talk about (laughs) a topic that I saw recently about a teen in Florida, actually low 20s dude in Florida, who, shocker, it's Florida, um, went on a homicidal rampage, killed a couple, which sounds like, okay, people kill people, that's not crazy. But then the cops found the dude eating the guys that he killed his face. Like, eating it. Just, like, chewing on it. So I'm going to be honest. Nibbling. When Winston gave me this topic, I at first wasn't that interested. I was like, huh, you know what, I've seen and heard this story. Not really, but, you know, the people weird... People people. Right, yeah. you know. But then the, the real thing that I liked was the fact that he was wearing a um, Make America Great Again hat. Yep, it was and perfect. It, it, it went full circle for me. It was perfect. That's like how you put a bow on the Trump campaign. <laughs> <laughs> a man eating another man's face, trying to make America great again. It is a wild story, and eating faces is never good. I guess my argument is, how does Trump spin this? Is this a positive thing, or is this a negative thing? Do you roll with this as Trump? In, in Hillary's America... <laughs> You're going to see a ton more face eatings, all right? Listen, and, you know, she, you know, if she lies about the things she's lied about thus far, how is she, she's going to find a way to cover up so many more face eatings. It's sad. sad. But it's actually pretty good. Sad. 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 Exclamation. Sad. Honestly. A sad. lot of people are talking about, have you, actually, let's not go off topic too much, but have you seen um, the, movie, the movie synopsis in Trump? 
No, I have not. People are doing movie synapses online, except <laughs> talking using, like talking like Trump. It's so good. It'll just be like one movie. Like, Luke, not a very good guy. I don't know why he saved on. Sad. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh my god. I need to watch those because he like everyone like he basically had like a, a Mad Libs of his tweets. Like you just gotta throw in like a couple words here and there. Sad's or, always there. Sad's always at the end with exclamation point. Disappointed or like crooked Hillary. Like crazy how Barack Obama didn't blank over this over blank. Sad. Sad. It people is. keep talking. He likes saying people keep talking about people, about things. Well, people said. People have said. People have said. Who are the people about things that I've never talked about? Yeah. Like, I've never. Who broaches Jesus? Who are these people? Does he like have ears to the streets like that? Um. So speaking of the incident happening in Florida and how people keep eating people in Florida and why people are like Zika's in Florida, I asked Sean a little earlier: Should we just get rid of Florida? Like in the middle of the night, just start cutting the the state off, like cutting I, it like to the core and getting it off of the United States. And Sean brought up a bigger point. I just said, honestly, just fucking get rid of the South. I'm cool with them. Like, if they were to say, you know what, we don't want you, I'd say, that's fine. Yeah. We don't want you either. It's a relationship that's, like, been on the fringe for years. Right. For over 100 years. I'm cool with having, like, kind of a lax border so I can go there whenever I want. But, like, it's it's gone. But it's you, guys, you guys do your own thing. Yeah, I'm If you guys want to hate minorities and gay people, that's fine. Yeah. So do it there. Do it there. We don't want to be associated I, with you. I don't want to be part of it. And now, I'm, we we took it even further. Now, we did. We were talking about the Civil War and how, like, ultimately the Civil War stunk. Um, that's a big, one of the biggest understatements of all time. Um, and we were just kind of determining if, you know, that was probably, if, if Civil War ended and the South was seceded from the North, would that have been the worst thing to happen? So my argument was, yeah, so if the South just won, they probably would have became their own country, and we wouldn't have to deal with them anymore. Yeah. Would that really be that bad? And then your I made a quick was... Would you trade <laughs> 10 more years of slavery? I'm estimating 10, because it wasn't going to end right then and there. Um, but it was going to end. Like, the, the way that America's tides were turning, slavery is going to end. Would you trade 10 more years of slavery to never have to deal with bigotry and, like, prejudice in the South again? And it's a tough, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting question. I feel awkward as a white man making these arguments. But I think it's, like, it's there. I think our, I think my ancestors will be like, fuck you, I didn't take that deal. <laughs> Get rid of the South. The South, is, the South is still killing people today. It's 2016, and people are getting shot up in the South for being a minority, a minority black, whatever. Anything that's not the status quo. Now, if we didn't have that for about 150 years, you'd think... It would be a little better. And we can, like, keep going through history, so that would basically be... I mean, it's not like things got, you know, rosy in the South right after. No. We have Jim Crow laws. Separate but um, equal. Separate but equal, obviously, plus E.V. Ferguson. Let's let's get our history yeah. right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll open the books a little bit, open those textbooks. Um, but basically, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting decision. I think, I mean, the South's so trash. Like, it's so trash. Like, there's no... Sorry to any of our Southern listeners. I know some of you, like, have no choice. Um, you grew up there. There are great people down there. It's not everyone that lives there. But the majority of the shitty trash bag juice at the bottom of the trash can people in the United States do live in the South. I'm just saying the West Coast and the Northeast aren't really having these problems. We have problems. Like, NYPD still going to yoke up a black dude here and there. So, uh, during the whole Trumpism, which I'll, I'll give it its own political oh, theorism, God. it's the one thing that I've taken from it is how deeply removed I am from part of the United States. Oh, we're different. It's different worlds. Right. Because I don't know, I legitimately basically don't know anyone who says, yeah, he seems like a guy I should vote for. Don't get me wrong. I know those people exist in the Northeast, and I know they've... We know them, probably. Right. But we're not hearing them. However... I mean, it feels like a different world in other parts of the United States. And it makes me feel like I'm so secluded and away from them. This is a good seclusion, though. Most of the time you feel like, oh, I don't want to be closeted or under a rock. This is the best rock to be under <laughs> in the history of Earth. It is the best rock. So live under that rock with a smile on your face. This is... Shit's bad. And I'm just saying, like, 
I remember last time we had the pod, I came back from Toronto. Toronto is awesome. So worst case scenario, we go even farther. And we fuck that country up. (laughs) (laughs) Because obviously, once they get a huge influx of Americans, it's gonna take some time. It's gonna be nice for like ten years, but then like our American issues are gonna start flooding into Canada. They do seem to they they ripple up every now and then. We're not great. Even like I must as much as I love you know I think northeast is you know north is way better than south as we just talked about. North ain't that great. We're not good people. Things do get kind of weird here every now and then. Hey, let's even break it out as we're ending the podcast and just say humans kind of are trash. They're trash. Humans stink. Like, so I think we've done like what now twenty one episodes of this, and I think our over analyzed theory is it's all trash. Everyone stinks. This podcast was almost named. It's all trash, I think. I think that trash, just, yeah, trash was mentioned as one of the titles, like, something just, about trash. Yeah, I think, yeah, this, either this is trash or it's all trash. We're very close to being the name of this podcast. And we said it on good enough, which is yeah. the most positive thing we could think of. Right. I mean, it's good enough. It's good enough. Like, because, <laughs> let's be honest, this, yeah, it's, it's good enough. Like, well, I'm not thrilled, but I'm not upset. It's, it's good enough. I feel like we... Brought up a lot of hot takes in this one. We went there. We did. It was a went there episode. This is going to be one of those ones where people, we're going to get those texts from our friends, and yeah, some people are going to be like, yo, nice cast. And then other people are going to be like, hey, you might want to think about taking that one down. Yep. <laughs> this is going to be a might want to take that one down episode. And, you know, you got to sprinkle those in every now and then yeah. to keep people honest. You right. know, like, people are going to think we were going to normally talk about, like, preseason football yeah. and like, basketball and, like, what we did this week. No. No, we just asked if. The North succeeded with the South. Would you replace that with 10 years extra of slavery? Yeah. We that was a take we just brought up. We went that. I mean, that's why you listen to the podcast. You don't know what's going to happen on a given week. You don't know if we're going to record on a Friday and drink a little bit more than we usually do. So on that note, uh, if you keep listening, we thank you. Uh, have a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, stay frosty out there. Yeah. See, uh, see you guys.